Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. everybody and welcome back to the perfectly powerful you podcast i'm your host nikita and we have a very special guest it's john fennel he is a beautiful musician such a talented dude he's actually part of the band loops i'm really happy to have you on the show thank you very much for sitting down with me today absolutely in your lovely apartment And well, in the nature of all things Perfectly Powerful You, we're here to talk all about just people-inspired passions, how they got started, and just being able to inspire others to channel into and empower themselves to, well, live into their authentic light. And I find you to be a really, really great example of someone who, one, knows exactly what they want to do in life. Two, has stopped at nothing to be able to just make it a reality, um, but has come across like so many um, like trials and tribulations, but at the end of the day continues to forward their life in a way that is really inspiring for me, especially since you're so talented and with all of the like amazing not only transformations that you've come through in terms of like loops as a band, but also as an individual musician. Um, I would love for you to share like even more about, well, like what got you started, what made you like choose loops as a band um, and just anything else that really comes to mind. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you very much. First and foremost, I really appreciate being on this. So Alina has talked endlessly about this podcast and i'm super grateful to finally be somebody who can you know share my kind of story and explain where i'm coming from in this entire journey because this isn't something that happened overnight no this is something that's taken a long long time you know since i was a young kid is when i started getting into music and when i started really feeling like i wanted to do more with it Mm. i mean ever since you know, I was forced to play piano when I was like five years old, but I was already playing the drums beforehand mm-hmm. and whatever else. But I, I wanted to continue to learn it. And, and I had that drive to, you know, do my own thing along it along the way. So I was learning a lot of classical pieces and learning from great and great instructors out there who have so much knowledge. But I, you know, wanted to go even further than that and say, hey, I like what this composer is doing, but I want to take my own spin on it and I want to do my own thing with it. Yeah. Right. So I think that's where the creativity, the originality that I was able to do, like with music, really inspired me to keep on pushing and learning. And, you know, I taught myself how to play guitar when I was, you know, 13 years old or something like that, because I was just so motivated to try and do it mm. that even though I was I was a small kid and I wasn't that big so it hurt my hand so much trying to learn how to play guitar really it took me a long time up, up until like I was about 16 years old I was still trying to figure it out because it was just mm. I mean granted I was I was like you know what I don't have a teacher nobody's putting money into this I'm the only one who's going to invest in myself mm. so then that's where I started to feel like if I don't believe in me then I need you know, to make sure that I'm, you know, taking care of myself more than anything else. Yeah. Well, I, okay. Well, one, cause I knew that you were playing piano from a really young age anyways, and that your family has always been very musically talented, but um, I know that even just, it, wow. Just like, even the fact that you said that it hurt, but you just kept going anyways, that one, it kind of surprises me, but also I thought that there would maybe be like, so you had no teachers whatsoever. I had no teachers. I mean, like I said, like I had great instructors when it came to classical piano and mm. when it came to drumming, I had instructors for that who really helped me, 
you know, get the basics down and what I needed to learn about yeah. music's core. Sure. I feel like I learned throughout that duration. I, I continued piano lessons up until I was 17, 18 mm. years old. Yeah. Right. Because I was just like, this is helping me with the other things that I'm doing. And I'm able to continue on with classical piano, even though I'm more interested in writing my own songs. I'm more interested in, you know, working with other people and working with other musicians to create music on a stage and perform for other people out there. Right. So rather than just practicing my scales and making Mm -hmm. sure that I know Bach and Mozart and whatever else under the sun. Right. Those are wonderful too. uh, Absolutely. And I've gotten nothing wrong with any of those kind of like, genres of yeah. music because that's what I grew up listening to my mom is a piano teacher and her mom was a gra- uh, a piano teacher and my great grandma she was a piano teacher and on my other side of the family they're all piano teachers yeah. and my dad owned a piano store so it's like if I wasn't gonna play the piano then who whose kid is this is pretty much what it was yeah but I still I love the fact that even though you were able to have so many resources to be able to well because obviously you had an interest in music or else you wouldn't be doing it yeah but that you were supported in an aspect or two to be able to like continue to learn the foundations of music but that there was still um like a part of you that wanted more from it that felt different from your family which um I really love that you pursued that um because you said that you learned guitar on your own but that the foundation of music was from your family and like the I, they supported you in yeah. being able to learn from like people who already had the skills but um even then I know that you also taught people like how to um like well learn how to play music was it yeah. strictly just piano well or... that's the thing is with like teaching music I've never been confident in my own abilities oh so I've never actually been able to say I did an awesome job with that like it's mm. very infrequently where I feel that powerful about like what I'm personally doing sure and I think that my confidence levels have slightly changed since being able to teach guitar was actually Mm. the only instrument that I taught Mm. because I feel like with piano I know everything about like how to play your scales and how to how to play these like earlier pieces of music and then you know, I'll be able to say at a certain age, I can't teach you anymore because I don't have the skills to sure. continue on. And that's but okay. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to say, this is what I learned. So that's what I tell people when yeah. I like get into a lesson. It's like, I'm self-taught, right? So I've learned everything else on, like that I know, right? And this is what I can teach to you. But I... If you're looking for something specifically like this or like that, you want to be an awesome lead guitarist, I'm not the guy to talk to. Like, I I will send you in the right direction. And mm-hmm. I've got awesome friends in the music industry who I would be more than happy to send their way mm-hmm. just because I know that their abilities and, you know, it's probably the same thing that people are like, you know what, go and talk to John because John's somebody who yeah, really understands the feel. And yeah. more than anything else, it's the feel and the songwriting that I connect with more than anything else. Mm-hmm. But it's also the passion as well. And I love that you're very uh, well open and just saying, I don't know everything, but I do know a lot of things. And I know that it's just like, again, it's through passion and drive and dedication that um, really allows you to transcend a lot of the barriers that may have been um, like a lot of mental stuff. Because, um, well, I know that even with the, again, the amount of transformation you've had in your band um, is just from where you were as a child to where you are now and even how you're like headlining a show which yeah. is fantastic yeah. and that you're like just having so many places like contact you that you um actively reach out to others to be able to like 
it's really obvious that the passion that you have and the dedication you put in to being able to want to pursue this as a like phenomenal career, it's already like on its way. And we know that it's just going to go even further because this is what you want. And like, you see like a really clear vision for that as well. But I, I know on the side that you do, um, like you used to do teaching, but you also have loops as a band. You do other things on your own. Um, is there anything for those who either like want to do music or just who want to like start in something that they feel passionate about that they may not have like every like foundation along the way, because you said that you were self-taught. So it means that there was just something in you that wanted to learn more that maybe didn't have everything set up right away, but that you wanted to figure out a way how to do it anyways. Right. And I mean, like, that's one of the things is that I learned so much along the way. And that's not just from learning how to play guitar and Mm. teaching myself how to do that. It was also once I started going to open mics and going to coffee houses mm. and feeling like, you know what, I can continue to do this. And now that I've made a couple of friends out here, yeah. maybe if I can do a show, then some of those friends will come back. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all that it was at the start, especially since, you know, being from Winnipeg, I moved out to Kamloops when I was 18 years old mm. and I didn't really know too many people. I, I actually knew nobody when yeah. I first moved to Kamloops and I met people through music mm-hmm. and that's how I connected mm-hmm. with people. And I'm like, this is what I want to do, which is, completely different from the reason why I moved to Kamloops, Mm. which was originally for like adventure and rock climbing and all that kind of stuff in general. But then I realized how much I loved and missed music Mm. that I felt like I needed to continue on with music. So, I mean, when it comes to the building blocks and the foundation of, you know, anybody who wants to, you know, succeed in what they want to do, I think that you've got to want to do it, not just because you feel like it's, you know, what, you want to do Mm. but it's almost like it's what you are meant to do is kind Mm. of the thing if that makes sense right it's it's one of the things that it it didn't happen overnight for me it's like I loved playing music and then I came to BC because I wanted to be out in nature and I wanted to be in in the environment and in the area then music found its way back into my life and then since then I slowly like you know started doing more and more open mics started playing shows hosted an open mic that's where I met Kevin my bandmate from Loops and um (laughs) since then like things have just taken off which is incredible and yeah like you said we're headlining down in Vancouver at the Blarney Stone which is super super cool and I mean it's just been a long road to get to that point where we're able to be you know selling out shows here locally and selling tickets in other places and people want to come and see us just for the sake of you know what this is something cool and something yeah. that I haven't seen before and I've checked them out on Instagram and like whatever else right it's yeah. just the the word of mouth obviously means so much to you know any kind of business out there and totally. you know it's not just music and putting yourself out there but I mean if you you have something that you're really really passionate about I mean doing a podcast like that kind of stuff only yeah. goes right with with yeah. uh with where with, with word of mouth is what I'm trying to say yeah it does and I think like something that um I picked out that really inspired me is that it's just something that you always continue to come back to and I think for a lot of us, there's something that we always just like, oh, like, I really, really love this. And for some reason, I just can't shake it. And it's like, for some of us, we just know, like, maybe it was just something that we learned from like, a child, or maybe just something we come across through experimenting in life. But I think that the like should or the want to in like what we would love to do, um, 
doesn't compare to the passion that we know that we feel with um, like for myself, it's just like speaking and talking and being able to like empower and enlighten others, but also baking. I love baking. I just like, yeah. I always did it like growing up. It was just something that I, I just couldn't shake. And for you, it's music. And for many of the people who, cause some people, something that comes to mind that I, lived with for a long time because someone told me this is that you shouldn't do your passion because you'll learn to hate it. And I, for a long time, that's why I didn't want to do baking as a career because I felt like there was a lot of mentality around overworking yourself around uh, learning to do it as a job. And then the mentality around doing it as a job was that again, you just learn to um, like, you don't find those boundaries and that you um, like, this was again, like just something that was a pattern of thought that um, people surrounded by. And I know a lot of the others that I've met that they choose to do it as a hobby and then they choose to live the majority of their life doing something that they don't actually feel passionate about whatsoever. Yeah. And I think that as someone who is um, like, you're currently working like technically two jobs because you're at the golf course, but also mm -hmm. you have like loops as your band, but at the same time, like, this is something that you want to do as your career, something right. that you know is possible yeah. that you want to dedicate a lot of your time to. And it can be um, like even more successful. But um, the the boundaries that you have, do you find that it's something that is um, easy for you to um, be able to manage, to continue to lean into your passion with open curiosity and excitement while also finding the balance between um, like it being something where you can find like so much abundance and like, of course, money, yeah. but and like also being able to meet new people, to have your time and money freedom, to prioritize your health and your relationships. like. How is that for you with also pursuing something um, very passionate in your life that you're also finding great success in? Could I just stop for a second? You have an awesome way of asking questions because that's that's so like well thought out. Oh, and like <laughs> legitimately, that is fantastic. Like it's such a great question because I, I have always heard that like my entire life that, mm -hmm. you know, don't do your hobby because then you're going to end up hating it. Yeah. Is one of the things that I always heard. Right. And on the flip side of that coin is, you know, a lot of people also say, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So the latter is what I find more often and more frequently than, than the yeah. other. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's not saying that it wasn't difficult or it's yeah. not easy. <laughs> right. Like, like it's, me. it's definitely not easy to get to the point where like right now, I feel like I'm in such a great place with work and balance and mm. what I need to be doing to make sure that like every day I'm doing something to further loops and like further mm. my band. Like, because yeah. I feel like if I can put in a little bit more work every single day, then eventually I'm going to get to the point where I don't have to work at the other job. Right. If I yeah. can make sure that 1% harder each day equals out to I'm doing this full time and it's yeah. taking up all of my time and it's you know, helping out with my resources, which I know is a lot of people's, you know, things that will hold them back from doing what they love as well, because mm. it's tough to get your feet off the ground after a little while. Mm. So, I mean, like I said before, it wasn't easy at the start, right? When I first started working at the golf course, and it was 
right when COVID was starting to kind of come over and whatever else mm-hmm. and live music was opening up again, mm-hmm. which is the reason why I went to work at the golf course in the first place, but it was because I needed to make some kind of income sure. and I wasn't able to play shows. Yeah. Right. So once that kind of hump got over itself, I found myself really burning myself out because I was working too hard at the job and not mm-hmm. focusing on music. And then I had to find that balance in between where I could do the two. And then I think sometime last summer was when like, you know, it kind of like switched for me. And then I'm like, wow, this is actually, I'm doing what I love playing music and working at the golf course is just helping me pay the bills to ensure that I can keep on doing loops. Yeah. Right. And, you know, even to the point where this year, like I got promoted at my job at the golf course, which is super cool. And I'm super thankful over there, but it's actually given me more freedom to be able to do loop stuff because I'm able to make my own schedule and I'm able to say, Hey, this is when I'm working and I can organize that around when I don't, you know, have a a gig or something like that Mm. going on. So it's super fortunate to be in the position I am. Obviously the goal is still to get to the point where I can only focus on loops and can do that, you know, round the clock pretty much, because that's the thing that a lot of people also may not realize is that, especially with music, it's a, it's a nonstop kind of thing. I mean, I know that with like podcasting and like everything else, that's a, that's a lot of hours that go into it. It's not just the, you know, one hour podcast or like whatever, you know, kind of like two hour show or something like that, that people might see like loops play. Yeah. Right. It's not just that and how we got there. It's also not even just mentioning just the travel time of the day, Mm -hmm. the practice that goes into it beforehand, Mm -hmm. Um, the connections that we make before so we can actually get people to come out to the shows, the marketing, the promotion, all this kind of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that not a lot of people may recognize mm. that I think that that's where I'm starting to get to the point where if I'm not spending the time on that, mm. then loops can only go so far, mm. right? So making sure that all those other pieces continue to get done is yeah. going to ensure that I can keep on you know, doing loops forever, which is the ultimate goal. Absolutely. And like, I don't imagine that you've been doing it alone though. Like I, I know that you haven't been doing it alone. A lot of it has been, of course, like you taking the action steps, you making the time for it, because like you were saying, like the, the hustle and grind you had, the clarity of the fact that, yeah, that their circumstance says that it is so possible for you to make loops uh, an absolute career, have it be your main source of income, not only as like a passionate musician, but of course we know that there's always more opportunities, but even then like there's things that always lead up to being able to make it more sustainable that comes with time, of course, comes with drive, comes with focus and being able to put your energy into it. Because when you just kind of like, you're not the, I know you to be not the person who just like sits back and just like takes everything and says, well, where's all of this? Like it's, it takes, um, it takes everything sometimes, It does, but it's because that you love what you do, that you are passionate about what you do. But then there's also um, a lot of community involvement as well, that there are people who have helped you, like even like setting this up, we're just trying to figure out the <laughs> microphone stuff that there are tiny things along the way that even though it may feel a lot of like solo action to um, make things concretely um, come into existence, that even just like the very like little thing about setting up a microphone and figuring out um, all of this, that 
it takes more than just ourselves, but that being able to lean on others, um, especially having Kevin um, as like your band member, that you guys lean on each other a lot, that you're not doing it solo, that um, there's a lot of, um, and Alina, I know like helps you a lot as well, that mm. um, that it may take a lot of your energy, but it's worthwhile energy. And that um, the other people who can help and be involved with it can transform it to be far more than just you weighing on yourself and like doing the hustle and grind and then like having it kind of turn out. But like there, there are other people who can like lift that weight a little bit and make it easier. Like, of course, the dedication that you've put into the golf course, of course, you've got a promotion. Like, of course, you're able to um, like have those opportunities for more time and money freedom because it's like, you've been like sending out to the universe. This is what I want. Like, I recognize this is part of my path right now as like being part of the golf course. So grateful to have that because it's a form of income to be able to pursue what you'd really love, knowing that your dream is possible, but knowing that it's evolving every step of the way. And that, um, again, I love having the idea of people being part of your life because, um, at every step of the way, I know for myself personally, there's been a lot of times where I felt like I had to do things on my own. And that was when I had the most burnout. Um, but then as soon as I allowed things to open up a little bit, ask for help doing things that, um, a lot more opportunities showed up little like nuggets of information that I didn't even know existed, um, that were just apparent to me when I allowed more support. So for your journey on uh, doing this and being able to um, like see yourself and your vision for the future of what you have for loops, um, how did you find being able to um, connect with people and being able to have those just uh, weight lifted off of you to make more of this possible and easier for you? Right. And I think that such a big part of it, like you said, is surrounding yourself with the right kind of people, mm. right? So surrounding yourself with like-minded people definitely helps for like that kind of like inner core that mm. you need to pursue every single day, right? So if I didn't have Kevin, if I didn't have Alina around, then I mean, it just gets tougher. It's not impossible, but mm. it's it's a lot harder doing it, you know, on your own as is, you know, with everything that you kind of do in life, right? Yeah. If you can you know, have your family or your friends and whoever else at least like support you along your way, then you're, you know, it doesn't feel like it's like, wow, I'm carrying all this weight on my back. It's like, maybe I'm carrying a lot, but like, yeah. at least I've got 10 people who are with me who are, you know, going to come and support me. Yeah. It's like running a marathon is the yeah. thing, right? You know, you're running a marathon. Yeah, you're doing it by yourself. But if you can have somebody who's like, you know what, I'm going to run five kilometers with you, or I'm going to have somebody who's going to run in that middle stretch, because I know that that's where you burn out a little bit, right, yeah. then making sure that you can plan accordingly. And I mean, that only comes from experience, like, mm -hmm. right? So if you can kind of let those people be around you, right, and make sure that they're, you know, appreciated as well, definitely goes a long, long way for sure. Yeah, right. So I think that a lot of what has to do with, you know, going back to like what, what we were talking about before with loops is that it didn't come without its adversity, right? Mm -hmm. It didn't come without learning the struggles along the way. It didn't come without figuring out, wow, well, not every single show we can count on every single person to be there, right? Sure. Right? Because we, we can't, yeah. which is completely understandable. We played almost like 90 gigs last year or something like yeah. that, which is a lot of gigs. So it's a lot. It's a lot of gigs. So yeah. I don't anticipate, you know, to see the same night like faces at, at all 90 shows sure. or anything like that. Right. So yeah. um 
so much of it is just keeping your expectations in check, realizing that it's nothing personal against you. Everybody's got something going on, yeah. you know, and a lot of people are trying to do the best for themselves, yeah. right? Is the thing. And it's never something as in like a malicious attack or anything like that. Yeah. It's just making sure that you're reminded. And I think that that's where, you know, having Kevin as a business partner and, you know, my best friend kind of thing, like he's able to support me when I'm needing a little bit of help and I've been there to support him. And, you know, it's come in various different ways, you know, throughout the years where maybe you got to get some tough love or something like that. Sometimes that's what you need. Yeah. Right. And I'll be the first to admit that, you know what, like sometimes like I need a bit of tough love, but at the same time, like I wouldn't be where I am today without that. And it's not Mm -hmm. coming from same thing, like a malicious place. It's coming from I love you and I want you to know that I believe in you and I need you to know that, you know, without you, we can't, we can't do this together. We're a team yeah. in this effort, right? Totally. So. And I love that because you've been bringing up a lot about like surrounding yourself with those, um, I'll call them like-minded light bringers. That's what I love saying that um, it's those people who as you put in your energy into the passion and focus that you would love, um, there are people that just naturally gravitate towards you. So I'm not surprised when you said that you found Kevin when up until now you just moved to Kamloops um, as a very young 18 year old yeah. that um, you you didn't know anybody that music still, I'm going to say found you, but you also found music again, that you like have this really passionate relationship, but that as you like continue to step into the life as um, someone who wants to have this band as um, like your career, what you see as being a very big part of your life. And that um, the more energy and attention and focus you put into it, the more people that start coming into your life who are going to either rise up with you to show you that they support you and likewise that you support them. But at the same time, there are those who end up fading away. And that's okay because um, it's often said that we're our closest five people. So it's really being choiceful about who we're surrounding ourselves with, who we want in our life to continue to lift us up. But at the same time, knowing that like we check in with ourselves, who do we see ourselves as and who do we want in our life to be able to help us um, make the biggest impact we can by supporting each other. And I think that especially with the, well, the trials that come along with things, I think it's lovely anyways, that even when you had shows that you're saying, of course, it's not people who are being malicious. People have their own lives that sometimes we have expectations that will have sold out venues and then like nobody shows up, but you still perform your best and you still like show up as people who are already living that life. Because even though circumstance may look like something, there is always something greater. And I think it's um, how I've been hearing in the way that you've just been able to pursue this, that there's your you're not getting hung up on the fact that sometimes things don't go your way or you have expectations for something greater and it doesn't show up like that, but that at each and every single time you weren't projecting that no one was going to show up. You're projecting um, that you're going to have sold out venues, that you're going to have something even greater still 
around the corner because when you're holding to that, it shall come. But knowing that when things don't look like it, that it's okay because it's not like it's going to be the be all end all and that you have others to be able to sure give you tough love along the way and say like, how can I support you in this? Maybe you didn't show up very skillfully here, but how can I be able to support you and be able to like help both of us grow if this is our shared um, idea for like what you both see together. That's right. No, that's exactly right. Mm. And yeah, I I wouldn't be, like I said, I wouldn't be where I am today without Kevin. And like, mm. he's been able to be that kind of rock, like along the way. One of the things that you said is, you know, regardless of how many people ended up showing up to the show, we always perform the best. It's one of the things that we've always said is regardless if it's two people who are there mm. or if it's 20,000 people, like we will put on the exact same show because Whoever is there to listen to us deserves our best, right? Mm-hmm. They always deserve us to put on our absolute best. Yeah. And I think that that should go with everything in your mm-hmm. life, you know, like, and I, I, that's, that's why all the people that I feel like I've surrounded myself with are in the same boat where it's just like, if we can't be loving and accepting and whatever else along the way, then I mean, do I really need you to be as close as you know we are right like Mm. it's not that you can't be in my life or anything like that but like I want to surround myself with like-minded people who are also like you know what I want to make the best of this life and I really appreciate every little thing that kind of goes on right so if there's only five people who show up to a show I appreciate all five people who are there because you guys are the ones who make me want to come back like you make me want to continue on and think you know what, maybe the next time that I'll play, you'll bring one friend. Mm. If everybody brings one friend, that means that I've got 10 people at the next mm. show, right? Mm. And then if everybody can bring one friend from there, we're looking at 20, right? Like yeah. it, it just starts snowballing just a little bit, right? Always, yeah. And I think it's nice because if you didn't show up as your best, then yeah. those people wouldn't want to see you again because how you showed up, like when there's only one person or two people or five, it means a lot because it's still energy being directed towards you that they're still supporting you whether it's 20,000 or 80,000 people like it's still if you're bringing your a game that's the energy you're casting out and that those people will recognize that you're just passionate for the sake of like having this as opposed to well I'm not going to perform my best if there's only five of you because it's not showing the same level of gratitude for just being able to do it anyways yeah 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 that's exactly Mm -hmm. right It's one of those things that I really, really love. And I think that a lot of people will always appreciate, especially with like music. It's like, I think that those smaller intimate venues where, you know, you can only fit, like we're playing on Friday in Summerland and that's only a venue that's able to hold 30 people. Right. So like, that's going to be like a small intimate venue, Sure. but we've sold it out four times in a row now. So I mean, like, it's, it's super cool. Like, it's like those 30 people come out, like are really excited to come and see us again. Right. So that's the, that's the flip side of the coin where it's like, sometimes Mm. it's cool having that small intimate crowd where we can be like, Hey, this is us. What do you guys want this night to be? Because Mm -hmm. let's make it into something that we're all going to enjoy and remember. Absolutely. And something that comes to mind and a little bit of a different direction is just being able, do you have anything that you hold to that continues to motivate you when you maybe don't feel as motivated? Because I know for myself that sometimes there are moments when I'm either baking or wanting to do a podcast where there's moments where I feel like I have to do it. And there are moments when I feel like I want to do it. And there are moments when I feel like this is something I would love to do. So do 
you ever find yourself going through those kinds of, um, well, different like mental states and how do you find yourself like navigating them in order to continue to like, like progress this in the way that you would love? Well, I think that I really found out like the biggest part of me wanting to pursue music came in 2019 after my dad had a big heart attack. Mm. And then I moved back and he had multiple surgeries and ended up having a stroke and fortunately is still with us today. Mm. Um, But I ended up moving back to Victoria because I wasn't going through the best stage of my life as well. Mm. So I wanted to work through some stuff and I was like, I need to record music and write music. So I ended up writing an entire EP. I think it was like five tunes long or something like that. And I did that in the span of about three months. So mm-hmm. I did that. I taught myself all the software. I bought myself a laptop. I bought the recording gear. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what I need to do right now. So yeah. those days I felt like I was, I it, like, it was, it was like in my blood that I needed to get something out. Yeah. And I didn't know how to do it other than writing music. Mm. Right. So after going through that whole process, there were some days that I would write for 12 hours or I would record for like 12 to 14 hours because I was just so driven and I was so motivated to continue to get better and put out the best that I possibly could at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, when I ended the, like the EP and I, I I released it, I decided to, you know, play music and like ended up playing all the way back to Winnipeg and then um, found myself back in Kamloops playing shows with Kevin before Mm -hmm. we were even loops. And then that's where we started to, like form the band but like along that way I I remember thinking a lot of the time it's like I feel like I gotta like continue going Mm -hmm. even though like I don't know where I'm going I felt very lost like at the Um, time okay yeah but that's where I started to figure out this is what I want to do and this is where I want to like continue to you know motivate myself I can continue to grow I've been able to figure it out up until now Kevin was more than happy to kind of like take me in and say stay with me. Right. And then we can make this like a full-time thing. Yeah. And then during that time period was where I really started to feel, you know, the effects because shortly thereafter was when everything got shut down and that following March, so it was only like four months or like three months that we were like continuously gigging and then everything got shut down again. Yeah. And then during that time (laughs) during COVID was like, how do we keep ourselves like occupied? How do we like figure Mm -hmm. out how to keep ourselves still relevant to people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, doing Facebook live streams or like Instagram live streams just to like give people entertainment and a little bit of music so they can do something rather than just sitting on the couch and watch Netflix. Right. And then um, we did some charity events over like, over like zoom and whatever else that we ended up um, raising money for like a couple different charities throughout November and December. Um, And then, after that was where it really, you know, started to feel like things were opening up again. Like I was like talking about the golf course and that, that's where that started coming in like Mm -hmm. 2021. And then that's where the days where it felt like I was like burning out. And then I was trying to figure out how to keep on going on those days. And then the thing is, is that it's just a big, big way of coming back to like the start of your question there with um, like feeling on those days where like it's, you're forcing yourself to work and then you're feeling like, I, I can't wait to start work. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I, I need to work because I, I love what I do and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like I'm working. Right. Mm-hmm. So like those 14 hour days started coming back where I'm like, you know, the 14 hour days of like recording in the studio. Yeah. Right. So not that like we were doing that, but like, that's what it would feel like. It's like, I feel 
like I got to continue and I got to like keep on doing this because I'm so motivated Mm -hmm. that I could keep on doing this for as long as I can. Mm -hmm. Right. And then on the flip side, when I was like working a ton at the golf course, and then I was trying to like force myself to send off emails and force myself to do that. I'm just like, I know that if I don't, then I'm not furthering myself because there were days that I'm like, I'm just going to call it and I'm just like not going to do it. Right. So that's where in that first year I was really trying to figure out a lot of the balance because that was the first time that I'm like, I'm more motivated about my career than I am about this job. Mm. Right. Because before it was like, I'm motivated about my job because it's what's paying my bills. But right now I'm like, you know, music is paying my bills just as much as it's like, you know, that I'm getting paid from the golf course at the time. Right. So, um, I mean, that's, that's, you know, to this day where like, I'm able to fortunately like still like make more like playing music, which is why like, I I'm so motivated about it. I mean, not the only reason, but it's it's one of the reasons. Absolutely. You know? So I think that, you know, coming full circle, it's been, a lot of trial and error over the last number of years when I started figuring out this is what I want to do, how to manage like myself, because uh, as a lot of musicians out there have, they've got a manager who's able to take on some of the responsibilities that the artist doesn't really have to worry about. Mm -hmm. But in our position, we got to do everything right. Like we're completely independent and we, you know, are able to finance ourselves but it's almost like every penny that we're getting in we're putting back into the band because that's what's gonna help us get forward right so it's not like we're walking away with a ton a ton it's crazy how much actually goes back into it it's just because everything's so expensive nowadays in Mm. comparison but I mean I think that everybody can benefit from figuring out how to manage themselves in those times where it's really tough yeah because I mean like I, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I, if I'm super motivated, I'll just keep going until I'm done. Right. Yeah. Like I, until I'm like, okay, cool. It's been eight hours or it's been six yeah. hours and I feel proud of what I just did yeah. and I can walk away from it happy. Maybe I'll come back to it later. Right. Like whatever that day ends up taking to you. But like on those days where it's tougher to get yourself going, mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, having somebody around who is able to help push you that little extra bit that you need, mm. setting a reminder in your phone, something mm. like that. That's like, Hey, remember that you got to do this. It's like, make yourself a little checklist. I mean, that's one of the things that I, I do as well is like, just do a little to-do list. If I have three things off my to-do list, then I'm happy with my day. I can tell myself that I can stop, Yeah. but if I can continue on that list and then now I've got five things or six things or seven things on, I'm like, I've had a good productive day. Yeah, you right? And then you just set the next one for the next day or for the next week or however you need mm-hmm. to do it. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And it, there's that structure too, because yeah. I think that, well, like, as I was picking up on a lot of things that you were saying, there was the clarity in the, like, time means nothing when you're really passionate and dedicated about something that like time can pass and it feels like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, where's the time gone? Because there, there doesn't feel like that forcing of something whereas when there's something that you clearly don't really want to do that there's a lot of like almost like barriers that come against it there's a lot of like you don't really want to put your energy into this you feel like it's something you have to do and so when you said like the difference between like your job and your career is because like there's something where you're like 
I just really would love the money with this because I would love this to put this toward like, well, just furthering my life, being able to sustain myself in other ways. But then on the flip side, there's also your career that sure, you're seeing like an excellent amount of um, just like take home in terms of like, but you're choosing to put it into your business because that's where you're seeing the most growth and transformation, but you are your business too. So it's just like where you're choosing to circulate your um, money, but at the same time when you're, because um, something what I love to do, and I love that you create like checklists as well, is because there are times when there feels like there's a lot going on in my head, that there are so many ideas that keep coming. And then if I don't write them down, then I, I'll forget. But that there are also things along the way that continue that when at first they felt like a really big thing, because I was learning. And so my mind was just like totally focused on trying to build these connections in my brain that um, when I was learning them, it felt like a lot. But then when I started to write them down, um, it felt easier because it became almost like a pattern and it became um, a routine structure and it became something that just became part of my life. Like I became a podcaster or became a YouTuber as opposed to thinking about or going like the if ands of like, oh, what would it be to do this? Like, how am I supposed to do this? I don't even know what the formatting is. But everything along the way, as long as you're dedicated to it, there's just going to be one thing that you learn that you can take home and feel like so proud of. And then there's going to be another thing that you're like, okay, now I'm going to learn this. And it's just like an added extra step. But being able to like have a list of things, like what would you love to do to be able to forward every single day your... um business that is loops and the band that is loops. And you were saying that every single day you put something towards it, that 1% shift, that's going to make the difference in the long run. Because if you chose not to put your energy into it, then nothing would happen. But every step along the way, even if it was three things, and you said that it's okay if it was just one of them, but at least you wrote it down, you told yourself like, this is where I'm putting my focus and energy. And this is what I would love to see. I would love to see myself doing this, knowing that I have like a vision for the future, that this is what it's going to be like, but I know it's not going to happen all at once because honestly, it'd be boring if it happened all at once. Like exactly. there's the pride that you took in being able to say, I accomplished this. And I hope that you're really proud of yourself. Of yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I feel so much pride in just learning more about your start and learning about how there's there's more than just what you see on the outside that there's, well, of course there is, <laughs> that there's like a lot of mental matters that go into it. A lot of where do, where am I going to choose to focus my time that like sometimes that days feel really, really rigorous, that there was that balance and clarity between finding the boundaries that you wanted to set between like working at the golf course, but also wanting and holding true to this vision. Cause you could have said like at any point in time through COVID, through learning how to do this through like, even like trying to learn how to play the guitar. There are so many times where you could have given up and said, this is too hard, mm -hmm. but that because you were so passionate about it, that you wanted to hold to it, that every step along the way, that even though it felt rigorous, there was something that kept compelling you to do it anyways. And I find a lot of inspiration with that because there's so many times where like, I feel like I want to give up and there's so many times where I have given up, but then there's another part of me that says like, 
you can try again. Like there's like, as you're living, like there's no other better, like there's no better time than the present to be able to just start again. And even if it's just so little that if you're able to lift yourself up just in, in a way that you're just like, you know what? Nailed it. Like I did this one thing, knowing that it's holding to my vision, knowing that I didn't do it yesterday. I could have not done it at all, but you still did it. And that now you're seeing even more of like the fruits of your labor. And um, I'm really, cause as we're going to be closing off this soon that I, I'm so excited to see where that you're going. I know it's going to be you. like sold out stadiums, of course, <laughs> because that's what I would love for you. And I know that that's what you'd love for yourself, but even knowing that where you are now and how it's like all coming together, but that like, you know, there's always going to be more, but like, if there's any like takeaway words that you'd love to like share for the audience that um, will help them uh, just like further their passion for maybe when the moments get tough or maybe when they feel like they would love like a more sense of direction. Um, yeah. What would you have anything to say for that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, like you were kind of saying there, it's, you know, maybe one day I'll get to the point where I'm able to sell out stadiums or sell out arenas or sell out clubs. Like if I yeah. can sell out pubs, you know, I'm just kind of happy. So I'm appreciating where I am today. And I think that everybody should just take that moment to appreciate where they are right now, because mm. even if it's the toughest moment of your life, it doesn't mean that it's the end of your life. Mm. It's just the hardest moment that you're in. Yeah. Right. So it's not the end of the road it's mm. not the darkest of the times or anything like that right so there's always more to look forward to um one of the things that I also really had to learn <laughs> along the way is that you know I can surround myself with like uh, all these amazing people and they're always going to have my back but mm. you've also got to love yourself and appreciate what you do mm. right so if you don't love what you're gonna do as much nobody's gonna want it more than you mm. nobody's gonna force you to get up tomorrow and say this is how your day is gonna go yeah you know so I think that everybody's able to motivate themselves you just got to find that little piece of motivation inside of yourself yeah and like I said just appreciate where you are right now because it's you know what it's not gonna last forever and mm -hmm. you know what it's it's pretty good where we're at right now super great where we're at right now yeah. I love those takeaway words that it's just appreciating the journey along the way and finding that motivation within yourself but also surrounding yourself by others who maybe when you're feeling a little bit like you're unmotivated that those people will always be around you to be able to lift you back up that's right yeah thank you so much for being cool. here thank you so much for having Thanks. us yeah, this, heck is super yeah. cool. this is amazing this is awesome Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.